0: an example with three variables x plus 2y plus 3z equals 9 2x plus 5y plus 4z equals 3 and 4x plus 9y plus 10z equals 21 it's also in your book and you'll notice a lot of the coefficients are similar to the coefficients in the last three variable example there have been some slight changes just to, to change the nature of the solution so if we try to find the solution the instructions might be solve. We set up the augmented matrix 1, 2, 3, 9, 2, 5, 4, 3, and 4, 9, 10, 21. Now, when we perform row operations on this, we again hopefully notice this 1 in the good spot. So we need zeros below it. So if you would like to pause and come back, that's great negative 2 times row 1, added to row 2. That's going to be our new row 2. Rewriting row 1, 1, 2, 3, 9. Negative 2 plus 2 is 0. Negative 4 plus 5 is 1. Negative 6 plus 4 is negative 2. And negative 18 plus 3 is negative 15. Next row we want a 0 where the 4 is, so we want negative 4 plus 4 negative 4 times row 1 added to row 3 put into row 3 negative 4 plus 4 is 0 negative 8 plus 9 is 1 negative 12 plus 10 is negative 2 and negative 36 plus a positive 21 is 36 plus 21 is a positive 15 negative 15 I think difference of 15 and it's negative so negative 15 now we have the one zero zero next it's nice we already have a one here so i just need to get zeros above and below so negative two row two added to row one put that into row one this time so i have zero plus one is one negative two plus two is zero positive four plus three is seven and positive thirty plus nine thirty nine leave the second row alone and then down here all i need to do is subtract row three from row two so i have to say negative row two plus row three put that into row three so i have zero plus zero is zero negative one plus one is zero positive two plus negative two there's that zero again and then i have positive fifteen plus negative fifteen so this time i've got a zero equals zero line now i'm not necessarily finished doing the problem but I do have 0 equals 0, which tells me no new information. So the next thing I do is I look at the line above it, or the two lines above it. I have one zero seven thirty nine and 0, 1, negative 2, negative 15. Now, the two rows above already have their leading ones. And so there's nothing else to do with those two rows. The thing that changed my the kind of answer I have is the fact that I have all zeros in the bottom so I'm actually I've done as much as I can to reduce this down notice it's no longer the identity matrix and the line and the answers now the key to figuring out how to interpret this matrix I think the key is to take each row going from the bottom this is 0 equals 0 so that tells you okay keep looking and then you have y 1y minus 2z equals negative 15 and then the top row says 1x plus 7z equals 39 so I have my interpretation of the first two rows x plus 7z equals 39 and y minus 2z equals negative 15 now what you'll notice in each of these first of all the leading ones correspond to the x and the y Second of all, the z's are in both of these. That's not always the case. In this case, both rows have z in them. It's easiest to just, if it's set up this way, to just go from the last variable forward in terms of deciding what I'm going to call k. Now, let me explain why we need to do that. y and z are both in this equation. We have two variables in one equation and so one is going to depend on the other that's why it's called dependent system so we have one depending on the other so we need to let one of them be the independent variable now what we do is if if we have the variables XYZ and Z is appearing in an equation with another variable we let Z be the independent variable If we had x, y, z, w, and w was appearing in these equations, we would let w be the independent variable. But a really easy rule of thumb is to just notice that whichever variables correspond to your leading ones, they're going to depend on the other variable. You're going to solve for the variable that has the, the leading one coefficient. So you want to solve for y in this case. y equals 2z minus 15 and you're gonna solve for X. X equals negative 7z plus 39. When you solve for the variable that has the leading one as its coefficient, you can see how each of those variables depends on another variable. And in this case, that's z. So we say let z equal, do you remember? k. When z equals k, then y is going to equal 2z, or 2k, minus 15. And x is going to equal negative 7k for the negative 7z plus 39. So your solution is x equals negative 7k plus 39, y equals 2k minus 15, and z equals k. And if you'd like to write this as an ordered triple, z equals k, you always go from the back Um, So you might not want to put that left parenthesis there. I'm being brave. Z equals K. Y equals 2K minus 15. And X equals negative 7K plus 39. K is the independent variable. It gets to be whatever it wants to be. Suppose K is equal to 2. That's a perfectly reasonable... Uh, choice for a solution if but if K equals 2 then Y will equal 2 times K minus 15 so Y will be 2 times 2 or 4 minus 15 or negative 11 so if K is 2 Y is negative 11 also if K is 2 then X also depends on that so X will be negative 7 times 2 or negative 14 plus 39 negative 14 plus 39 will be a positive 25. So if K is 2, X is 25, Y is negative 11. If K is 5, then you could plug them in and find out what X and Y are. So this is how you represent your solution when you have an infinite number of solutions. You look at your last augmented matrix that you could reduce down. You write out what each row means. And then, whichever variable is corresponding to the leading one, you solve for it. And then, that will tell you what to make your independent variable. In this case, z gets to be whatever it wants to be, or k. And then, that helps you write the solution. So, let's look at another example.